Welcome back to System Minutes Trivia Season 5. Holy shit. The podcast where we sometimes don't have an intro because I thought of one earlier today and now it just totally left my brain. This is Brent. I can't believe we haven't gotten shut down yet. And I'm your intro. <laughs> Who would shut us down? <laughs> and I'm your intro. Who would shut us down? Uh, the man. The Fucking man would. FCC. Donald Trump. No. Uh, who who was, uh, who was Kahlo, acquitted? I don't on know. Of, on this day of recording. None of those. By the way, none of those would 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 be able to shut us down. One of our significant others, probably um, Peyton. No, no, she would not shut us down. She would not yeah. shut us down. I mean, of uh, of all the things you've mentioned, though, that would be the one that would be the most likely to be feasible. What did, yeah. what did you say? What? He got acquitted. Yeah, Trump. Trump. Yeah, got Donald acquitted. Trump got acquitted. Oh, okay. Yep. Fucking uh, asshole. Uh, let's the, refrain I'll, I'll from uh, engaging in political discussions. I just wanted to mention the actual. I didn't engage in any discussion. I just stated that the man was a acquitted. Fact. That's all I was saying. Stated right. a fact. Stating a and fact. I'm, as I'm glad media you did because I didn't. I didn't should know. I wasn't even only state. I wasn't fact, following it. Not opinion. That's right. I stated a fact. He I is was an anus. I mean, that's that your, is no, that's, your that's opinion. opinion. And we, do you kids not learn what what is fact versus yeah. opinion? Is When's the last time you think I went to the thing with the school? <laughs> went the to thing? the thing. By the way, the just the wait. School. Hold on. Small That's, thing. Uh huh. I am right still there, still living in the same apartment with the train. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Except we're all happy. Yeah, uh, we love the train. More importantly, it train. is about zero degrees outside right now. Mm-hmm. So I have not turned the heat uh, off. Okay. So you will probably hear the heat kick on at some point, and we'll just hope and pray that it's while I'm not talking. Okay. And I still haven't sound dampened my office, so it's there is a slight echo. Um, we are so. no longer in it for the fans. Fuck you all. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, just turn it off. Speak for yourself. I, I am one thousand percent in it for the, the fans. Yeah, mm, I, all I mean, three I, of them. I, well, no, how I, about number I, one fan? I'm worried about the dead tree in my backyard. A mayor was cool for a while, but not anymore. A mayor anymore. is still very. Cool. I like Clams <laughs> Maloney a lot. You know, I think Clams just, is no. an underrated fan. No, 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 no. Jake, you're just saying that because he switched teams. Hey, can I tell you guys a joke? No, uh, I, I've got a no, joke. Come on, for let you me first. tell you a joke. I have to tell my joke first, uh, and then you can tell your joke. No, me first. No, me go. No, Jayton. It's my turn. First, are you fine, Jayton? I quit. Why do ducks have feathers? No way. I don't know. To cover their butt quack. <sighs> I hate you Okay, so much. I, I have a better joke. Are you ready? <laughs> All right. I baby, love ducks. Knock, knock. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda won for me. Baby Yoda won for me. Yoda won for me. Got it from okay. Imager. Can't claim it. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Imager. Imager. Okay. All Fair right. enough. Um... So today we are finally, 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 like five episodes after I said we would do it, um, <sighs> talking about Nornir and Fabric. Oh boy, who is this, yeah, who for? Is this for? I I can't can we can we yell at this name. person for making I us have do a this, link? this hard work? No, I I I agree. You literally like I just sent it to I us like yesterday. No, I mean it's it's been on the scratch pad for a while. Yes, yes, but, it has. I agree with that, but still, like, this was difficult. Yeah, no, I I, I, I said just, we would do say, it last season. This was hard. Yeah. Well, it it, it, it 
Hopefully it improved your Python skills uh, a little bit. Oh shit. You know what? I forgot <laughs> oh, a little oh. bit here. We're going to start that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Nobody lose your shit. We, we will be getting to that. What did you guys. I hear an echo. Is that me? Is that someone else? The person is Shields Micah on Twitter. Shields Micah. Thank you. Micah yeah. Shields. Micah Shields. So, Micah Shields, this episode for is for you. you because I said I would do this a last thousand season. percent. Didn't get around to it. You should be uh, fucking happy. So, we are doing it for the fans, Jathan. Literally, this entire episode exists, exists because of the fan. So, we will be we will be talking about that shortly. Um, before we get into the swing of things and... Before we get into the normal swing of things, yes. what, what were you guys working on today? What do you mean? Why don't you go first, Jathan? Like, were you working on today, Jathan? Um, I had a lot of planning meetings. I'm trying to rearrange a couple of racks in our data oh, center. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also working on salt stack stuff. Yeah, for a little bit. Mostly I'm trying to close out a small salt stack thing that it's not really... Mm-hmm working mm-hmm. um Peyton were you working on anything special anything different today uh I am trying to work with the RHEL deployment team to sort out issues going forward with uh patching and whatnot um mm-hmm. other than that that's yeah, business as usual other than so that not really anything right. special um Patches mm-hmm. being patches, Pat- you know. I mean, that's that's one of the Patch- most Im- it's one patch, of the most important Jay jobs Hunt. in the security area. You know, that's making true. sure your shit's up to that date. Mm, yeah. yeah, gotta gotta patch. Gotta that patch shit, that shit, Jathan. Um, today yes. I got to play around more with Open LDAP, Ooh. which I always is like it's it's a it's a bit of drudgery uh-huh. at first, but yes. I always end up like once I once it clicks and it clicks very it, easily. Yeah, once it it's, clicks. It's, fast. it's so fun. Once you start working, um, with it, it does you know? Yeah, specifically today I got to play with uh, the LDAP backend for Open LDAP, and what that cool. is is it's basically an LDAP proxy. So so if Neat. it searches for an item at a DN that doesn't exist, it can it can proxy the request to one or more other LDAP servers and search for it there. Um, and it's super cool. It's so cool. cool. It, it makes, I'm, I'm stoked about it because it's going to make so many things possible and easier for me uh, and my projects. Um, so I'm stoked about that. Great. But uh, that being said, what is everyone drinking? Jaden, you go first. I'm drinking a PBR Tallboy. Didn't you give me shit for drinking PBR? Yeah, but this was free. Uh, what, Somebody what gave if, it to me. It was a PBR gift. PBR I was drinking was free. It wasn't, and you know it wasn't, so just shut the fuck oh, up. Sometimes it was. Apple. Sometimes it he was. He told you. Yeah. Guys, the cat, Dying. my girlfriend's cat, is like so needy right now. She keeps jumping up on my leg and like just... Mm. I don't know why she's so needy. I don't either. Cute cat. All right. Hey, yeah, I really don't like her it. that much. What am I drinking? Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I am drinking uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon and some water. Wait, you're both drinking PBR? Yeah. Why was I not let in on this? I feel left I, out. I don't, I'm I not drinking I mean, PBR. Mine just kind of happened at the end of the day. Well, shit. And this has been on my um, fridge I'm for a while, just... so I'm finishing 
one bottle, one can off. Right. And I got another one left to go after that. So, right. Um, right. I am drinking water. Water from That's your. It. You're not having alcohol in the from first your fucking water container no, because, in your office. He has a literal yeah, office cooler, water cooler, from my water cooler, a literal scuttlebutt um, there in his office. I think I mentioned that during the shit show, a- though. No, we just heard the Anyways. microwave go off ten times. <laughs> the microwave is back for the, in the fucking kitchen. pizza. Yeah, who the microwave is back pizza? In the- I do. Uh, for the for if the record, warm pizza. I, warm I would like pizza. to um, officially apologize to both of you and, and to our <laughs> guests for. You should apologize to your possibly wife. Possibly being a little a your little stubborn uh, at the shit show. Um, I was definitely not uh, stopping the mumble recording when I said I was. Uh, I did eventually, though, because obviously we had a recording to listen to. Um, so I just uh, that won't happen again next year. Uh, I will actually be enjoyable and not uh, obliterated. Um, for the record, I did drink uh, quite a lot more than I thought I should. Oh, have. we could tell. And before this year ends the same way. Yeah, we'll see. Well, he did say ne- he said it wouldn't happen yeah, next yeah, yeah. year. He didn't say anything this about this season. Year. This season, so, oh, okay. I will not okay. be that inebriated. Got it. Um, yeah, so that is, man, that was, yes. <laughs> that was gold. That was, that was um, gold, yes. It was, it was, cu- was listen, I, I watched the stream. I watched the stream, mm-hmm. my wife come in, and, and then when she said mm-hmm. that I had my mouth right on the mic and I was screaming into it, like, <laughs> I watched all of that. So I saw it all happen live <laughs> and in color. And so, you know, I'm just like, wow. Did you know, uh, <laughs> Did you did Twitch ban no. you for that? No. Really? Okay. I thought you said your they? Twitch name because you're not supposed to be visibly intoxicated. Well, uh, it wasn't I visible. Mean, it was just <laughs> audible. You no, know, he had a he had a webcam up. for his Twitch I mean, stream. You know, it's still there. Last I checked, I can look and see. Yep. I didn't. I didn't think I see it. I, I, saw I, it, I will double check um, and we'll see. How's that sound? I did. I did. I myself and and like three other people did download a copy, so we do have blackmail material. So just be careful. Uh, you got you got it. Uh... Yeah. Well, he's well, he's looking into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say why I'm drinking water. So I I Doesn't have I still a bottle have it. of. It's, looks like it's gone. I didn't. Uh... It's mm. not on the Twitch stream. I didn't record it though. I just streamed it. So I think yeah. I think sometimes like. After a set number of days, they it, yeah. If it's not if it's not record because I didn't record it to my actual yeah. hard drive, so uh, I just streamed yeah. it. So I've, I don't think I've seen anything that's not recorded stay up there. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. right. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. What were you saying? Oh, right. So I do have like about half a bottle of Sailor Jerry. Okay, but I oh, don't Jesus want to do the Jerry sign. What is your problem? <sighs> What's the matter, Jason? It's okay. Are you sure? Can I yeah, continue? Little, he's a little yeah, bit please continue, Dad. Okay. So, I didn't want to drink it because, um, I, I mentioned this in the pre-show, over the hiatus for the show, I got Clear Correct, which is basically just like an a, a alternative to Invisalign. It's a little bit cheaper, a little bit faster. Um, so, I, I got that, and I switched to Nutray's yesterday monday yeah um 
and my the inside of my cheeks and my tongue are all cut up because I can't I can't not play with the, the, the sharp plastic. Oh just, yeah, it's so it's vexing. I it, I feel it in my mouth and my tongue's like, what the hell is this? I gotta say play vexing with this. again. Vexing. Yeah, that's the first time I noticed you like saying something mm. weird. We, yeah, right. I, no, he says weird. It's he not says that weird bad, things really. all yeah, the time. It's, well, well, he's yeah, but normally he says it normally without not a fucking Not as many list. as you do, though. Jay well, it's not a like list. Say... I'm not saying my S's is THs. I'm yes, saying my yes, S's you, is yes, SHs. Yes, yes. No, the S's are becoming SHs. You probably can't tell because yes, I have a yes. pop filter on. But... <laughs> I'm just kidding. With you. Anyway, we're we're pretty far into this. We should fucking. Anyways, get my on point being right, right. My get point being that's why I'm not drinking rum because my cheeks are cut up. And that'd be a really that would help bad sterilize. Idea. That would actually help. No, that's not how. Sterilize. No, yes, I agree with Jayton. <laughs> it would numb them. Maybe I, I agree with Jayton. That would be a numb is great. Burning. Yeah. No, well, it would burn first though, and I'm not. I'm not keen on that. So, anyways. So, anyways. Uh, also, I probably have to take them out to drink. Probably. This is all a new experience for me. Anyway, and that's a pain in the ass. Anyways, all that being said. All that um, being said, Jayton. Yes. Are you ready? To I am ready tip? to give the tip, the tip of tips, mm-hmm. the tip a Rooney, tip Arano, <laughs> the tip Aranius. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see now. All right, so we are going to talk Tiposaurus Rex. Tiposaurus tip. Listen, I've got a like a mushy, spongy tip for you. Oh. All right. Uh, oh. So tonight, a fungal tip. It's it's a little, it's a fun guy. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a lichen. You mm. know, yeah, it's mossy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right, um, so tonight we're going to talk about test. Now we should all test. know test. Everyone should know test. Wait, yeah. lichens and moss are both not fungi. You're a so real you know. fun guy. You know that. <laughs> F- shut up. It's I just wanted to make turn. sure shut everyone up. knew. I'm a fucking scientist. <laughs> Someone fact checks you, bro. He is. You if are. You any, are not a scientist or a doctor. Actual credible scientist <sighs> listening. All right, so so okay, uh, so he was wrong. It is. There we go. It isn't. It's part fungus, but fuck it's you. It's close enough for government work. All right, so... This is why um, you keep spitting... Jake, like, you really need to not spit shit out without... Right? Seriously. So... Maybe you need this. You're an embarrassment to yourself and those You are an embarrassment you. to and other scientists. And other... Well... I'd, scientist I'm doctors. Sure don't believe <laughs> <laughs> Doctor scientist. Scientist doctor. I am okay, all of these so things. You are, you are Jathan, can I, can okay, I have yes. my turn, Jathan? Yes, Mr. yes, Mr. sorry. Mr. It's fine. You can have your Thank turn. You. I'm sorry. Test. I'm Thank sorry. Uncle Paid. So, obviously, the common uses of test is to test expression or uh, bracket space expression close brackets because brackets is a program and so you need to have space between a program and a thing. And you can't really man square brackets. Right. You, so you have to man yeah, test. Yeah, you have to man test. Test is... The bracket program, so they're the same. Whatever, mm-hmm. it's a shell built in normally. Uh, I believe it's also built into KSH as well. Uh, obviously, one of the most common uses it of is. test is dash e file name. So you test whether that exists. Mm-hmm. You can also do a dash b, and that's a exists. The file exists and is a block special. Uh, you can do a dash c, and so that's a character special file, which obviously uh, it provides direct access to hardware, and then. Dash D is directory. Now you have arguments, of course. Dash N. How are you not going to mention dash F? Uh, well, what is dash F? Dash F is regular. Well, there file. you go. I, yeah. I, 
Yeah, okay, all right. So I so like dash uh-huh. e would just check if it exists, like if the path right. is like a, whether it's a directory or like a symlink. Correct. Or whatever. Dash f would be like an actual regular yes. file. Yes. So okay. So so test. Go ahead. Thank you. Let me get through this, and then you guys can interject. Okay. <laughs> okay. The train's right. coming. So fucking choo choo. Here we go. The fucking tip train is coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dash n string one obviously checks the sig- checks the length of the string is non-zero. Dash z mm-hmm. string is the length of the string is zero. String equals string. So string one equals string two. That means the strings are equal. Uh, exclamation mark equal means the strings are not equal. Of course. Uh, then you have uh, other arguments. Dash ne dash gt dash ge dash lt and dash le. That's obviously not equal, greater than, greater than, equal to, less than, or less than, equal to. You have some operators. Uh, the unary operator is the exclamation mark or the what, bang sign. Crunch ba- uh, What's the bang sign? The exclamation yeah, is that, mark. Yeah, okay. And then, of course. Exclamation yeah, yeah. point. Interrogative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inter. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then, of course, you have your exit. Uh, your exits, which is zero, as expression is true, one is false or missing, and greater than one is error occurred. And that's test. Any questions, comments, criticisms, critiques, thoughts, opinions, determinations? So sometimes, sometimes you mentioned like uh, failure, uh, uh, failure occurred, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes some programs explicitly use status codes or exacodes, I yeah. should say, uh, for non-failure yeah. things. Like it's greater than zero, but it, and it's the worst thing in the world, by the way. If you're a programmer, don't use this. Zero should always be a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. But, zero should be a success because expression equals true. So that's yeah. But you know, just be aware that sometimes some programs do use. Uh, Exacodes larger than zero or successful condition or successful exits. So. Yeah, which is stupid. Don't do that. So stupid. I hate it. Don't do that. I do fully support you should, in fact, use different exits codes for different failures. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because Absolutely. that can really help somebody diagnose, like, oh, exit one means your input file was invalid. Exit two means that we could read the input file, but whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, if you're going to have a numerous amount of abilities to fail on something, it should be elaborated on. I wonder if it's possible to pass a negative exit code. I don't know. I don't, hmm. I don't know. Let me try. Hold on. That's a good question. Yeah. So while, while Jathan plays oh, with that. This yeah. is what happened. What happened? Um, I'll just paste an RC. Might it exited 256. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a So I passed negative one. Yeah. Are you post? Are you pasting it? We don't see it yet. Oh, I guess well, it'd be I an underflow. Not really an overflow, wouldn't it? That's oh, interesting. Well, or two fifty-five, I guess. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. So. Huh. So as as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Micah Shields contacted yes. us on Twitter. Yes, he did. God and bless you, Micah Shields. Thank you for bringing content to this show, even though it was supposed to be last <laughs> yes. season. More people should be like Micah yes. Shields. Be yeah. like Micah Shields. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get a tattoo of Micah Shields' name I on my am going to, I'm going to stamp it I'm on your still, forehead. You said you were going to get a system ministry yeah, tattoo on your the ass. They're probably that. not going to listen to us after I said that. <laughs> Sorry, Micah, Micah Shields. Shields. We have a logo. Jason, where's, where's the system ministry logo ass tattoo that you promised us? Shut mm-hmm. up, cat. 
I'm sorry. The cat is screaming because Katie came. <laughs> Shut up, up cat. <laughs> and Katie has to pee. Uh-huh. But she's not going to flush because that would. Oh, whoa. I don't know is what's this, better. Is this TMI? Is it? Why would you guys rather hear the exhaust fan or the sound of Katie pee? None of that is what we would rather hear. None of it. They don't want any of it. So just piss silently. Just tell her to pee outside. Why are you wearing your glasses? You're cute. Go into the bathroom and pee in the tub. Because like, she needs to see, Jathan. Peyton says to piss in a cup. I said Peyton. She doesn't normally outside. wear glasses. No, I, said, I said tub, okay. but whatever. All right, everybody move on. We, <laughs> like we don't want to move on. We want to so, actually know everything that's going on in your house right no, now. No, we don't. We we don't. Uh, Are you so, wearing clothes, Jathan? Again, again, <laughs> thank you, Micah Shields. Yes, Micah Shields. Um, thank you very much. He suggested we, you know, he asked if we had tried Nornir before. And I said, I'd never heard of it. So I said, oh, it looks cool. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot. And then, while thinking about that, I was like, well, we can't do an entire episode about this thing. We need to compare it to yes, something yes, else we do. that's roughly equivalent. Um, so, we also are going to be covering fabric, which is very popular, mm-hmm. I think, these days. But I don't know why, but I'll, I'll get into that later when we start talking about it. Um, and then, as a bonus, we'll be doing some some just quick talking about Bundle and Python Augeus. So all of, all of these are Python, by the way. That's They're just because of the chase. Yes, fabric or Nornir. You know, I don't really like that's either. A really, yeah, I hate but, them both. But, but I hate them I for like, different reasons. Yeah, and and I why well, I, I, I wouldn't say hate, but like I liked Nornir a little bit better because it felt more native. It felt like more. Mm. It felt like more native Python. Mm-hmm. And I did mm-hmm. like it for that. Um, the I don't know. It it felt honestly, it felt more like the API interface to Ansible mm, than anything. Interesting. So I was I was getting bad flashbacks to Ansible, <laughs> but yeah, I I mean it's it's fine. But I feel like if you're going to go through that trouble, you might as well just go with Ansible because you you have the benefit yeah. of a built-in client interface as well as a Python interface. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much more mature. It's much more expanded in terms of features. Bigger community too. Bigger community, yeah. Um, but the problem with both of those, both both Nornir and Ansible, is they just don't scale well because there's a lot of a lot of just gross maintenance that you have to do to, to mm. maintain your inventory. And that's why I, I'm moving away from it. Because I just, I don't like it. It's, it's just, it's too much work for too little payoff. Interesting. Yeah, so. I, I, I used Ansible for like a hot second and I automatically was like, this is fucking dog <laughs> shit and I don't mm. like it. Yeah, it just, it feels, it feels too simple, you know? Um, Interesting. So here's the thing. Yeah. I... I thought Fabric could be a really interesting almost drop-in replacement for uh, PDSH. Ooh, yeah. 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 Um, like, it'd be very easy to stand up a sort of uh, inventory of systems mm-hmm. and have, like, a manage command that imports all that information and configuration, and then you use it just like PDSH from, like, the Python shell. Mm-hmm. And I think that is honestly something I may actually use it for moving forward. I'm not sure. Well... From um, that what being I'm said, able to find, compared to Nornir, Nornir was like, like closer to so actual you know how configuration I you to the parallelization whereas, um, in Fabric. Mm, fabric was do- more like, here's how you run commands on a remote host, but one. beyond that it was up to Current version is version 2.x. I don't see anything about parallelization 
for Fabric 2.x. Uh, oh, Jathan just just left mumble. Oh, there he is, Jathan. What what was the last part that you heard? Because I, I saw that you just dropped out of mumble. I didn't hear anything. I was just in the middle of talking. <laughs> Okay. But anyway, what I was saying, I'll say it again, mm-hmm. and however this manifests in post, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, It'll be fun. Nornir, to me, felt a little bit closer to configuration management, whereas Fabric was a way to connect to host remotely and run any arbitrary command, but what mm-hmm. happened when you run those commands was totally mm. up to you. Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't do a lot of legwork for you beyond allowing you to run a command. Yeah. So so here's the here's what you missed when you dropped out of Mumble. Uh-huh. Uh, you know how I linked you to the documentation on Fabric for parallelization? Yeah. That's for version 1. Fabric is currently on version 2. two Interesting. Oh. And I was not able to find any any notes or documentation about parallelization for version 2.x. So, yeah, the documentation in general is all 1.x. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, as far as yeah. I can tell. Yeah, I, I didn't... I didn't bother trying it in 2.x, but like it, it just, I, I don't think it's there. Um, hmm. So that could be an issue. Interesting. Um, it was, I, it w- I think it was first introduced in yeah, version and, 1. Yeah, and I guess the one thing I should have said when I compared to PDSH is that PDSH in by nature is parallel. Right, that's the P. But, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Um, if that is not important to you, though, like you just have to execute a command across 60 hosts, but it doesn't matter if it happens at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which, truthfully, if you're worried about something happening across your whole infra down to like, you know, within two or three seconds anyway, you shouldn't be using PDSH either. So. I just, I mean, I just do it to, to cut down on runtime. Because, like, yeah, waiting yeah, depending what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to iterate through all, you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to just like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I know which one I'm going to pick. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So, so parallelization might be iffy. Um, it is way less Pythonic because you're still just issuing commands. And frankly, I didn't. I didn't like Fabric. I, I disliked it more than Nornir because I I couldn't understand what it gave me over just like using Paramico. Hmm. Really? Well, I mean, it it you didn't have to manually establish all of your. Uh, your SSH connections necessarily. Yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean, it, it was less raw it Python. Saves, it's, I mean, it saves you like two lines per connection. Yeah. And if you're yeah. looping it's anyways. Not, it's not a huge benefit. Yeah. And if you're looping anyways, like it, it's not, it's not worth it. Not worth it, man. I don't understand the hype. I don't get it. Don't believe the hype. Yeah. Um, but that's, I don't know. That that's kind of my take. And another another issue I had with Nornir is their documentation. Like they oh. kind of half-assed it, mm. right? So well, like, I think instance, both both sets both, of documentation are do. not good. Yeah, no, no. What I hated the most about fucking Nornir mm-hmm. is like you know you're talking about a tool that on the homepage automation framework. Okay, mm-hmm. on the left side, how to yeah. mm-hmm. the how to is like how to add a progress bar. bar um, advanced filtering and how to yeah. handle connections to devices and I'm like you gave us no actual documentation in the how to about like how to automate Actually anything start it yeah now yeah. there was now the, the tutorial like, the section start. yeah the tutorial it, yeah. it's a little bit better mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. still not great yeah. though no none of it is fucking great and their logo's stupid fuck your what? logo damn dude <laughs> but like for me what what me what bugged me about the docs is I was like, well, then how, like, how the hell do I configure an IP address or a host name on a system? 
So then mm-hmm. I, I look into the, their networking module, and it's talking about Napalm. And and if you had no idea what Napalm is, you immediately would think, oh, that I guess that's that's what I need because it's listed first, mm. you know. No, Napalm is for like Cisco switches and shit like that. You, you don't need Napalm for like a Linux. Yeah, host, yeah, you're you know? Linux host, right? Yeah. So then, if you scroll down the page to the mm. very bottom, it talks about the NetMiko calls, and that is what you want. But like, there's no explanation of that. There's they don't even link to to Napalm and NetMiko's sites. Yeah, that's, the documentation was silly. not great. Yeah, not good. Um, now I I don't want to be too hard on either of these guys. Like, well, I mean, neither one of them touts being configuration management, right? Yeah. Right, and and I think that part of, part of my problem is that's what I expect, and I shouldn't. Like, I understand that. Like, I I, I know that I have high expectations for this, but um, at the same time, they're kind of redundant slash obsolete slash whatever if you have config management in place. Which you should, right, right. So, like, what's the per- what's the point? You yeah, know? right. And and that's what I think. Um, I'm not uh, not quite on board with is uh, <clears throat> aside from maybe a potential like very light PDSH replacement in fabric. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I would really use either. Of these well, things. even that, assuming because get the parallelization correct. Well. Because at this point, all of my nodes are on salt, and I can just execute arbitrary commands that way if I want. And, and I can do has, it in parallel. Yeah, exactly. That has paralleling and, and batching. Good logging. In. Good logging. Yeah, it's got some good logging. Um, probably faster. Sure. Maybe, maybe not. So, yeah, if I, you don't think, have... And let me ask you this. Um, this if you don't have yes. something like Ansible, Puppet, what have you set up, would you use this instead? Uh, okay, no. yeah. Mm. If a baseline, if you wanted like the bare minimum, like configuration management yeah. or orchestration or deployment tool, I'd say use Ansible. Mm. Like it, it's yeah, at a level sure. that anybody can fucking figure out. However, if you think that configuration management is something you need on a broad scale, don't even fucking bother. Jump straight to Salt or yeah, Puppet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, wait, the that. one thing is, we didn't actually talk about like what did you actually do with uh, Narnir or Fabric? Because I oh. had like a baseline sort of test that i ran with both of them to compare apples to apples <clears throat> yeah so i um i, I, I basically did, i wanted to quick before you get into that because i i would like to hear your test conditions um i would say fabric probably not worth it but nor near if you're gonna go that route and you you can't use ansible it's good for maybe 10 to 50 hosts tops but if you can use ansible and you don't want to roll out an entire cm you know engine um yeah yeah, just go with Ansible because it's it's yeah. it's the same and, and, amount of work as setting up a Nordia, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah you get agree more, with that. It's like a very product. small amount of work. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, I don't necessarily agree with your fifty host assertion. Mm. I think it depends how you intend to manage your hosts. If mm. you need something to check in once a day and ensure like a steady state, I think Ansible is fine regardless of the size of your infrastructure. Mm. I just I just think Nordia is going to choke with more than fifty. You know, so. That's, uh, that's where I was coming with that. Like, okay. like more than fifty, and it's it's not gonna. You're gonna run into runtime issues, I think, at that point. But, or, or it's just you, you reach a level of complexity where it just wouldn't make sense, you know. Yeah. Sure. Um. So yeah. So my test case. Mm-hmm. Um. 
going to just be completely honest and say I did my testing on CentOS 8 because I thought it'd be another interesting thing to see if there were any issues there. Mm. Um, it, it seemed to work fine. I didn't run anything on anything other than CentOS 8, so I can't comment on differences with CentOS 7 or Arch or anything like sure. that. Um, but I basically, I took a brand new host. I wanted to configure a static address, IP address. Um, I wanted to make sure that the firewall was only allowing SSH. I wanted to set the host name, and I made sure that my SSHD config was as I expected, and I added a user. Interesting. On both of them. Interesting. Okay. Um, honestly, it was much easier to use Fabric because I literally just ran commands that I knew would like accomplish what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but I would say that it was less uh, pragmatic, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Nornir was fine. Like I had the same experience reading through the networking section and stuff like that. It was kind of just like not what I expected when I clicked on it. Right. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of what I got. Uh, I don't have a lot more feedback than that. It wasn't especially difficult, but I mean, I've been using different configuration management tools for like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm familiar with most concepts and I've done all, enough scripting to know, like I can run this said command to mm-hmm. check my permit root login setting for SSHD, mm-hmm. you know, like, Nice. Whatever. <clears throat> right. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, what did you guys accomplish with either or both tools? Because Brent did kind of propose, like, a small criterion. Yeah. I did, and then I promptly abandoned it. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, you, like, got it working, and he's like, you started, know what, fuck this. <laughs> I, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I started setting it up. I established connections, uh, ran a few uh, tasks... And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. This is kind of painful. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting is I'm at a weird point right now where like, it's super easy to configure Ansible, right? Like you mm-hmm. need to have a fucking SSH key from your Ansible server. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes because Ansible can also be mm-hmm. serverless to your client. Um, right. That's but beyond need. that, there's not really a whole lot of setup. But Salt is almost as fucking simple. Like, mm-hmm. Salt Master is configured and running, which, honestly, the Salt Master configuration for, like, a base install is not... Not too like, You hard. change four yeah. fucking lines, and you have something working, because it's kind of... It's good. And then, on the client, like, you start Salt... Or you install the Salt minion, you change the master value in your config, assuming that you're using a different host name than Salt. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. You can roll with that, and it's also a working base configuration. So, like, that's honestly almost less work than learning about, like, fucking SSH pub keys and making sure that they work without a password. And shit. Yeah, well, I mean, you still need to get the, the agent installed on the minions, you know? Yeah, so yeah, you need SSH yeah. sure. But, like, yeah, overall, like, the... I would say going from zero to... Just simply running commands on all your client machines is faster in salt. Because you don't Probably. need to set up an inventory. I also in think, salt. though, you a huge part help. of that, to be totally honest, is the salt documentation. Yeah, maybe. The Because the salt documentation literally takes you through establishing your salt server, targeting, configuring a minion, and, and then immediately takes you to running a test ping on a minion. That's true, yeah. That which is. just as easily could be a command.run, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, like, arbitrary command execution with Ansible is a little bit uncomfortable. 
I'd say. Yeah. It's doable. It's probably it's doable. Totally it's totally doable. Weird. Um, it's not great. It doesn't feel like SSH or PDSH or yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, you know, the other, that is the other part of it, right? Is like we keep going back to these configuration management tools and that's mm-hmm. fine. But at the end of the day, if you are somebody who wants to run arbitrary, non scripted, like, spur of the moment commands across your infrastructure mm-hmm. configuration management can enable you to do that or some configuration management tools can but it is not the same thing as something like fabric or pdsh right so so we're doing a little bit of an injustice talking as readily as we are about these things in uh, this way it, yeah it's, it's like well it's like comparing um man i don't know it's like comparing a condominium to like a bungalow uh, like <laughs> like while while you can live yeah. in either one is a much larger scope sure you know sure yeah like yeah you can use salt and ansible to to run arbitrary commands to all of your client machines sure yeah right but right, it also right. does so much more sure sure um well that's that's more of a direct comparison with fabric nornier is a little bit i don't know they kind of diverge from the whole model because it's not commands anymore it's it's yeah you know um yeah i man i don't know i it just i they feel obsolete and they're both like more newer projects i just don't understand why why someone would use them i don't understand why fabric's so popular just use parameter no i don't i don't like i I didn't get from either one of the situations like nornir or fabric i did not just immediately be like oh i know exactly why somebody might point to this tool for this this problem mm-hmm. like it didn't scream out to me at all and usually you're the one that likes to find problems too so i know yeah. that's right and you couldn't even do that so that's that's not a good indicator um now did, did everyone get what they wanted to say about fabric and nornia um i mean i've used it uh not recently but i've used it for uh, running various scripts that you know i wanted to check stuff for various mm-hmm. things uh, patching related, etc. So, I mean, I've used it in the past. It's worked very well for me as far as Fabric is concerned. Nornir was a little, mm-hmm. eh, for me. Um, I mean, you know, if you don't want to run Ansible, Chef, or Salt, or Puppet, or whatever, give it a shot, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's the best I can yeah. say, honestly, is just give it a shot. But you guys have pretty much hit the hammer on the head for everything else, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. So let's... All right, so let's move on to Bundle and Python on GSD. Okay. Did you guys look into either of those at all? Well, I've used Python on GS before. Mm-hmm. Bundle, I I just read about, but I didn't do anything with. Yeah, I I did because I I just kind I of just had a fucking a week. Bit, honestly, yeah, played around with it, and that was it for me. Um, so this kind of covers the other end of yeah. It covers the configuration aspect of it. Um, that that fabric and Nornir kind of miss miss out on. Um. They focus on configuration files. Um, Python Algeus is... I mean, it, it, it's basically just a Python hook into Algeus. Now, it doesn't... Into Algeus, yeah. Which, yeah. if you've used Algeus, regardless of how you used it, through mm-hmm. the lens of Puppet or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's all the same. And it, it does let you do some really nice things. It does have much better... Uh, like, I, I, I wrote my own SSHD config parser for the SSH secure script, 
which parsing SSHD config, but you look at it and you're like, it's a value. Yeah, it's right? it's a it's a parameter, a space, and a value to do it. And you're like, but it's it's fuck. not. It's not that easy. It's not. It's not because then you need you need to account for like duplicate keys, Compton yeah. keys that are default. Yeah, it, it's my messy. favorite way to manage SSHD config at scale is on GS. Yeah, yeah, and it does have a, a what do they call them? lenses, right? Yeah, lenses. Yeah. yeah. So a lens is basically for people who haven't used it, like you have to install a lens for any particular like config file or, or project that you want to manage. Mm-hmm. So if you want to manage SSHD config, you need the SSHD lens. If you want to manage, uh, honestly, that's the only one I've used, so I don't I don't know about the other ones. Well, I mean, it's the most useful. You know, there's a... a a Django like config for a Django project. There's probably a Django lens. I'm quite sure. Maybe now I'm gonna have to look it up. But I mean, there's one for. Uh... Like the, what's it called? The NIS configuration. NSCD.conf, yeah. is that what I'm thinking of? There is apparently not a Django lens. Well, there's lots. DNS mask, Dovecot, Dpackage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fail to ban, HT password, a fucking billion. Here, there's a whole list. I'm pasting it in the chat right now. I'll go in show notes. Well, uh, okay. In IRC? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll paste it in there for Literally, you. Literally, so. like a, a royal ass load of lenses. Yeah, there's there's tons. And it's More not lenses than too you hard. Shake a stick at. It's not too hard to write your own. It's it's not too hard to write your own. It's it's very particular. Yes. Um, it's also not too hard to use. Like no. There are some differences across lenses in how you occasionally make a certain call. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, they're... Well, they're fairly really, standardized. We didn't really talk about what it does. So it takes configuration files, um, including like includes and stuff like that, and objectizes that. It makes them traversable, editable objects, more or less. Um, so it, it, instead of the case of like with SSHD config, for instance, you can easily check if there is a host stanza and then what the settings in that stanza are. If trying to do trying to do that by hand with like regexes and stuff, not fun. Yeah. Uh, so it, it and, saves a and lot. And not of time. as infallible as you occasionally think it might be. Right. Yeah. No. I, I ran into plenty. I'm lucky. I just had like three. No, not three. Like a couple things I needed to change in the SSH secure stuff. Because if I actually had to parse and modify all of the SSHD comp, forget it. I would yeah, hate yeah. doing that. Right. Um. So that that is definitely check it out. It's very useful. Now the downside is you do need Algeus libs and some sort of client execution on the client machines themselves to use it. Right. But um, lots of configuration management includes a way to basically mm-hmm. put that all in yeah, place. Yeah, Salt does. I like think it's Puppet. Puppet does. Yeah. 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 Salt and Puppet both do. I don't know about Chef or Ansible, but uh, if you're using Chef, you probably need to get a new job or a hobby <laughs> or something. <laughs> also, sorry, but you're Jake single. Thon, what about CF Engine? I don't even know what that is. CF Engine was like the first config management tool. It's ages old. I don't even... It might still be maintained. I don't know. It's very old. Um, yeah, so... Point being, maybe move away from, from Chef. Um, um, so, that being said, <clears throat> one of the new things I came across in, in this, you know, doing my cursory fleshing out for this topic was Bundle. I think you told me about Jump Bundle, right, Jathan? Yeah, at some point, but I forget why it was... I've actually not used it. Mm. Uh, I, I was looking into it as a solution for something, but I, I ended up not going that direction. It's not really worth it. You can do the same thing with just, like, a tarball of Jinja files. 
Yeah, right. In Python, not remote host. That's more or less what it is. It's templated config files. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's templated config files that you just push to a host. That's that's pretty much it. It's not really. I can do the same thing with tar file and Jinja two and Paramico in a Python script. You know, like it. And I have. I've done it. So yeah. it just doesn't. Doesn't. Lord feel knows worth we've it. all done something hacky with some tool. Hmm. That's not even that hacky though. I mean, that's just well, like that's just so simple. Yeah, it's just like the way the the world. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like that's. You know, it's it's not worth a whole lot of talk, I think. Um, but it is what it is. If you don't want to spend the time writing your own templating and deployment, I mean, yeah, maybe try out Bundle. Um, it would fill in the gaps nicely as to where Fabric and Nornir kind of missed the spot. But yeah. um, it's still... You know, at that point, if you're learning Jinja, you might as well just implement it in Python, like pure Python, but whatever. Um, I think that's all I have to say about that. Do you guys have anything to add? No. Um, what I would honestly say is, um, I, I guess I feel like we've really shit on these tools. <laughs> and, and no, I mean, I, um, they have and, their and, and that wasn't my intent, but I guess... The truth is, if you're if you're in like a a real production environment, these are not going to be like a huge fucking help for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do think that yeah. there's some things that like, like I think I could see writing a tool basically that's based on Fabric to give to like, um, let's say, um, okay, so I hire student employees who who do some work for me. Mm-hmm. I could imagine writing a tool like a quick and dirty tool. That's based on fabric that like reaches out to all my hosts and checks for any kernel updates and then giving it to my student and being like, run this tool every Monday when you come in and let me know if there's anything I need to know about. Like, I think that would be a a valid use case. Like, I think for something one off ish that you could reuse, though, and that has like a fair amount of uh, flexibility, I think that would be an okay use. But uh, even that, like, uh, I don't know. Right. Like. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, 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 just, I feel like there's still better tools for that too. You know. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's the crux of the problem. It's like these two tools. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. They're, I mean, they're fine, and they they appeal to different approaches depending on your level of Python sure. experience. But, but like, for either one of them, depending like anything you might want to do with them, there's something that's probably yeah better. yeah exactly. That's that's kind yeah. of my takeaway from it too. Yeah. No. No. I have the same fucking opinion. Yeah. Paid him. Anything to add? Um, I mean, not really. Uh, hmm. You know, I mean, the uh, the ability to do some of the stuff from a console using one of these is, is nifty. It's nice to have. Uh, as mentioned, if you have a production environment, if you have change control that requires, you know, what have you, I think uh, ha- having the ability to have this is nice and all, but, uh, you know, it needs to be... Uh, I'm not sure. I it's like what's the point? Yeah, right. right? What's the point? I mean, you, if you you the, having the ability to do it is great and all, but if like if your change control environment says no, you can't do that, then I mean you're kind of SOL, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I I like the idea, I like the concept. I mean, we we use Puppet and, and we like Puppet, and we're I think we're going to be moving and uh, using Ansible at some point as well too. Um, mm. And so having the ability to do that stuff is pretty nice. Uh, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. 
That's the best mm-hmm. I can say, honestly. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, if you're I a small I, mom yeah. and pop shop, I think I have a know? little bit different environment than you guys in that we are so. Oh, sure. I mean, all three of us have very yeah, yeah, different yeah. environments. Yeah, and so, I mean, we are fairly restricted on what we can do in a prod environment. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having some of the stuff out there is, it's like, it, we even, even to, like, install Ansible is, like, a big deal, you know, because the, the, and I'm, oh, you guys have like tons more regulations. Yeah, 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 too. yeah, yeah. yeah. We have well, uh, Johnny Xmas talked about um, NERC and FERC and SIP and whatnot, and so that's stuff we have to mm-hmm. deal with. We have to deal with this regulatory oversight committee that's like, hey, you know. So anyway, I digress. I'm getting off point. Um, if it works for you, by all means, do it. You know, uh, live it, learn it, love it. I mean, Python is still you know the best out there. Don't use Python too no. because it, it's. Everyone knows GoLang is the best. No. no. Um, can we kick him from IRC, please? <laughs> from the show. From the show IRC. <laughs> Listen, we're looking for new co-hosts that don't like GoLang. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but no, uh, uh, you know, it, it, the stuff is neat. It's really kind of cool. It's it's really really kind of neat to to be able to use it and. Uh, um. Yeah, for what it does, for what it does, it's cool, it's, yeah. but like, yeah, but sure. it's so limited in scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm feeling a little, uh, little fishy, Jason. Um, if I go to a fishy, if I go to a, a seafood market, and I, I, you get fucking coronavirus. <laughs> uh, I get the cold. Coronavirus. Do you mean the Wuhan virus? Wuhan. Yeah. Okay. Wuhan. Um, the novel coronavirus. Yes, there you go. An actual scientific yes, name. Yes, there you go. I'm surprised. This is like the first time Can we've actually said something for actually Jay-thon. scientific Let's on this show. Let's... Way to fucking go, Jathan, being an actual um, scientist, doctor, <laughs> president, so, whatever the fuck you want to call so it. So if I would, if I went 15 scallops. 15 scallops, huh? And I take them all home, and I eat all of them, oh. how many scallops have I eaten? Fifteen scallops. Yeah. Now, what if they were clams? Thanks, Jathan, for that lovely tweet. Sometimes the clams, yeah. when you cook them, they don't open. Well, what if you bash? Then them you open? can't eat well, them. You bash them open. Right. You, you properly. No, you don't eat so them how if many, they don't open. How many open. does he have again? No, that's a that's a myth. It's, if you boil them, they're fine. How, how many does he have again? Fifteen. Twenty-five. So Jathan, uh, no, <laughs> Jathan. So how many clams do you eat then? Boy, I don't know, Brent. <laughs> Jason, just say 15 clams. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I can't 15. Just say 15. 15 clams. Thank, okay, all right, thank clams. you. Okay, okay. Why don't you give us your 15 clams? Sure, great. This is awesome. My fucking session. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fuck oh. you guys. Boom, boom. Can you get all anyway, of your Anyway, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, what I wanted to talk about... Uh, is I have been working heavily on a project that I absolutely, Jesus Christ, I hope my employer doesn't listen to this. I absolutely realize now that I, I've known this. It's not something I need to do. It's something I really wanted to do. And there are some definite <clears throat> benefits to doing it. But on a whole, it's probably not worth the time investment. Well, that's sorry. I know, I know why it's not worth the time investment. Because you keep doing right. things the wrong way. No, I keep doing things the right way is the problem. No, but I need to get a little the wrong way. So here's what I wanted to talk about. A couple of things. So yeah. number one, uh, we were just talking about uh, Nornir and Fabric. Mm-hmm. I am now going to be talking at least a little bit about um, SaltStack. So I, I yeah. for the longest time, yeah, fuck you. I, for the longest time, have been using uh, Puppet in my configuration management. And I, honest to God, still, I really like Puppet. Um, 
That being said, the problem with Puppet is if you get to a point where you have to write your own Puppet module uh, that is beyond what you can write in the Puppet DSL, you have to know Ruby, and I am not willing to ever do that in my life. What Sorry. Is, what is, what is, what is DSL Ruby? I know. actually stand for? Dynamic scripting language? Is that what that is? What is uh, DSL? I don't actually. Like, I, I, I use the term, and I don't even what? know it. It's yeah, I know, but but like you know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. So what is DSL? I don't know. So I'll look it up. I'm I'll, gonna keep I'll up. look it I'm up. Keep up. Um, so so the whole thing is, um, I'm moving to Salt Stack because we're getting to a point where we're hybridizing our environment a little bit. We have some on-prem resources. We're moving towards some commercial cloud. Go ahead. Domain-specific language. Go ahead. Oh, that makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, anyway. so uh, the thing is. I, I'm not willing to learn Ruby to extend Puppet to do everything we need us to do, so I am moving towards SaltStack. Mm-hmm. And that being said, if I had to do it all over again, if I went to a new position at a new place and they didn't have any configuration management, I would choose SaltStack all over again. I Again, I still like Puppet. If you're using Puppet, you're happy with Puppet, you think Puppet's a good fit for you. Personally, I love Puppet. I think it's great. Um, that being said, I'm just at a point in my career, in my environment right now, where I, I need not Puppet. So Even more um, complexity, more flexibility. Well, yeah, and for me, extending Puppet is totally possible. You could do all the same things that I'm doing in Salt Stack with but Puppet. But it's not fun. It's not as fun for me because mm. I already know Python very well, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care to learn Ruby. <laughs> and who right? Anyway, anyway, as nobody should want to do, mm-hmm. except that one guy, and we all know. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Fuck that one guy. So, Fuck him. That's right. So, so anyway, um. So I have been working on this project where essentially I'm using a vault-backed PKI to automatically distribute certs to my clients, uh, my clients being all of the nodes in my infrastructure. Mm. And the purpose of these certificates is not, it is to encrypt traffic, but it's also for um, verifying hosts. Does does console, because you're using console too, does it? I mean, I wasn't even going to say that, but yes. This ultimately is for console. Does it require certs? clients it requires search for certain so console has several protocols at work Mm -hmm. some of them you can encrypt with a common encryption key Mm -hmm. uh, and that's their gossip protocol which is based on surf Mm -hmm. Uh, but for true tls encryption between clients and servers and shit like that you need to have uh certificates pki okay and and, and yeah And, and in particular it's not like you can just get like a certificate on the servers um, but to verify host names all around and encrypt nice traffic in all CN. directions. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everybody's CA has to have come. Uh, they all have to originate from the same CA. Mm-hmm. Common names have to match what the actual host name is and all that shit. Um, fun. So the whole thing is. Go ahead. I just said fun. Oh yeah. So so the whole thing is um, I'm not getting into why I'm using console right now or anything else. Mm. Um, but I wanted to talk about um, the fact that I'm trying to use Salt has some native capabilities to interact with vault as a back end mm-hmm. um and so what i have been dealing with though is i'm trying to sort of and i'm going to use the word shoehorn but that makes it sound like i'm doing something i shouldn't be doing um <laughs> i'm trying to be. well no i think though primarily most people who are using vault behind salt are using it as an external pillar and for people who don't use salt a pillar is basically Somewhere you can securely store a piece of information, like a configuration value or keys or certificates. Specific to uh, a minion and 
specific to a, a yes, a salt minion, yeah, and unviewable by other minions, and it's unviewable to all other minions. And however, unchangeable you... by that minion, right? So most people just use vault to define pillar values that get passed, like static values, to minions. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm trying to generate dynamically generate certificates for my clients, mm-hmm. and I think that the vault module for salt was not built with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so personally, I'm using something that is meant to write key value secrets, but I'm using it to instead write to an endpoint, an API endpoint for generating a certificate. So that's part of the problem here. But, but what this really has led to is, in the end, what's happening is I'm having to write a custom external pillar, it's called in Salt. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I'm writing my own Python to reach out to the Vault API make the request that I want and return it in a predefined format so that Salt can take the data and interpret it and use it. And that's fine. It it wasn't hard. But, you know, my thought process basically was, in doing this, if I can use as much native Salt functionality as I can without writing any custom code, it is going to be more maintainable long-term because Salt is not going to break their own methods and functions (laughs) compared to breaking per- perhaps my external python that is returning arbitrary debt that's where you'd be wrong yes i know you think that i would be wrong this is I've yet been, to be determined I, mean, I haven't used the more salt versions than you have <clears throat> well i'm better than you anyway <laughs> okay <laughs> all right Dad. All right, anyway Dad. so so um so my whole thing is i i wanted to bring up this idea of like using something boilerplate and shoehorning it sort of Versus, uh, if if a tool like SaltStack has a functionality to include your own methods for interacting with it, like what is the breaking point when you should choose one direction or the other? And I, you know, we've had this discussion in relation to a lot of things before. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you buy a solution versus building a solution? Sure. And obviously, if buying a solution is cheaper than your time to build it, right? If you can buy it and it's going to take five days to buy, but it's going to take you a year of your time to build. And they're going to come out in the wash in that way. Excuse me. That's pretty straightforward to me. Mm. But um, so so I, I'm curious what you guys' thoughts are on like at what point is extending a tool excessive versus realizing that you just can't do something with a tool and coming up with a different solution versus um, when should you just make the tool work? in a way it's not supposed to work, I guess. Mm-hmm. And how do you weigh all those things out and, and what's a personal experience you've had in one of those situations? And more to the point, like there was a, a question I raised in the Salt IRC channel yesterday and this guy was like, well, and, and God forbid he listens to our podcast, I'm not <laughs> bashing on you. I think, um, I think you are bashing on him. But, but, but he basically was like, well, you're trying to use Salt as a scripting language and it's not. But like at the end of the day, all configuration management is kind of scripting. Like you're checking if a file exists and if the sum matches a, an expected sum. And if not, you're updating the file. Like you could do that in Bash or Python in a scripted fashion. So like I understand configuration management is an abstraction on that. But under the hood, those same things are happening. So like inherently, I think about configuration management as a scripting language. Uh, and, and I know it's not truly but, like, I also am curious on your thoughts on that. So, at this point, I kind of just default and turn over to you guys. So, I would I would say you're, you kind of contradict yourself. So, under the hood, right, underneath okay. the DSL, it parses the yeah. DSL. And in Salt's case, it uses, by default, 
a Jinja, which renders down to YAML, which is then parsed. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Salt's default DSL, and that renders down and it, it parses the YAML internally and then runs Python based on that YAML, right? What yeah, I had I suggested to you last week, and this is the funniest part to me, because you you were losing your mind when when it, you okay. So last week I was like, Jathan, just write an external pillar, or just write a. a you know, a Python state, which you can do in Salt. It lets you write a raw Python state. Um, he said, no, I want to I want to use, you know, the SLS format, the, the default DSL that Salt uses. I'm like, all right. And then, you know, come here a week later, he's still bumbling around with it. And then he finally decides to do what I told him to do last week, and it took him an hour instead of a week. Uh, and he actually had something that worked at the end of it. Yeah. And... If you had listened to me when I first said that, the reason I said that is because you you have Salt makes it really easy to directly interface with its internal engine. And if you need something that the DSL does not provide, you should probably directly hook into that engine. Then. The thing is, the DSL provides ninety five percent of it. Okay, but that, it's that the DSL 5%. provides a means for making my request to my Vault server. Uh huh. It doesn't provide a means to interpret the results or, like, save the results in a way that is meaningful. Right, but that's that's my but point. But then it's if it did, 5%. everything else it can take care of. Well, that's my point. It's that 5% that's a blocker for your particular use case. And also yeah. keep in mind, your particular use case does not match the majority of use cases. Because, again, 95%. It's 95% there because that's what 95% people need. Uh, so, like... Most people, when they when they run the vault module in Salt, to, for the PKI endpoint specifically, they want to generate a cert and key, put it in the files. Yeah. They don't need to check the expiration date like what you're doing because you have what like three hour expiration on your certs. Uh, I it's up in the air. I okay, mean. but yeah, you wanted an extremely low TTL for those. Well, certs. because I I, I want to minimize the impact of a compromised host. And if I'm renewing them automatically anyway, I run salt once an hour on every host I right, have. Right, no, I, I get that. That's It's it's fun. It's your design decision. I think it's silly because that's what revocations and OCSP is for. But, sure, but but it's it's less manual work if you yeah, revoke it every... Either or. But my point being, like, for most people, what is in sure. salt, you know, naturally is good enough. They don't need more than that. So... When you need to go beyond what is inherently there, that 95%, do you want to spend a week futzing around trying to get that last 5% working within the constraints? Well, I mean, or do you want and, to spend an hour, in... you know, rewriting the thing from scratch yeah. to do exactly what you need it to do? So there's the difference. You can spend an hour and make it do exactly what you want to do from the beginning. You could have just spent an hour on this total. But instead, you spent a week and an hour because you got to the point where you said, fuck this. I don't want to have to deal with this 5% anymore. I'm just going to make it, you know, like, so like you went from 95% to 100%, but that 5%, that last 5% you did cost you a total rewrite of your, of your state. So, yeah, 
I mean, I still learned a lot about salt internals sure, and sure. about the vault module and stuff and like that. Good. Like I know the limitations you know, now. That has benefits. Yeah. That has... And I also now obviously have the experience of writing an external pillar because that's what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. But I guess I, I just like, I still feel like if I had kept pursuing it at some point, I would have found a workaround. And, oh, sure. you know, I did also, I think at least, I think I uncovered a bug in this process that I've right, passed along to right. salt. Um, um, which honestly, if that were resolved, I think I'd be at a working point without my external pillar right now. Yeah, because I, but I that was kind of the final straw for me. Run it, ginger. But yeah, so like that's again though, the whole reason they have the concept of external pillars and salt is because they know that you're going to run into limitations not covered by the majority use case. Yeah, they they actually made it possible for you to work around that. Directly yeah. into the engine. Most a lot of CMs don't even do that. Yeah. So again, if it's there and it's going to take less work because you have a specific use case, I personally yeah. would rather just write it in house. I think the trick. But here, that's just another thing that you have to maintain in house. Not how often do you need because to you that? have to be the one to adapt to changes in Vault and you have to be the one to adapt to changes in Salt. But right, but that's not going to change as often. Like, for this particular thing, that thing is not going to change for a long time. If yeah, I doubt it is, too. I mean, I'll probably fucking quit and find a new job before it changes. <laughs> and then it's the next guy's problem. Fuck him. <laughs> okay. but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I understand. If it were something, if you were using the built-in, all built-in functions of salt, mm-hmm. what are the chances? Now, granted, I was talking about making kind of a hacky right. combination yeah, of built-in. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, what are the chances that I would... I'll, I'll tell you right now, salt. Sent- and, and and you know what? To, to another end, yeah. there's literally going to be a release of salt like next week or the week after that I think may just make it possible for me to not use my external pillar, <laughs> unless that bug yeah. with the line breaks. Yes, if the bug that I found is still present in that method, it's still a problem. And it probably won't be. And in I that suspect release. it will be. I, I don't think it'll be fixed in that release. But oh, that's definitely not good. <clears throat> right. So They've that- already finalized that release. But yeah. So well, that that brings us kind of back into it right so like what i think the trick here is understanding where your limitations are if it's if you have see the problem is it takes some self-awareness it takes some self-awareness yeah you need to look at it and say how long would it take me to write this in for example an external pillar versus and and it's not a lot of time it's not not a lot of time at all it's very quick uh, versus how long will this take me to work around the limitations of this DSL? And yeah. that, I think, is going to be the golden rule. Like, you can forget about, like, maintainability, because if you write it correctly, really, you shouldn't have to touch it until the next major release of Python. Yeah. <clears throat> which is, yeah. like, five years, ten years, you know? So is it ten years? Roughly. It's, like, I think roughly seven years between Python 2 and Python 3 was released, but... Um, so, like, that's something to consider is, is like, you, yeah, you worry about maintaining it, but it's not like you're maintaining an entire <laughs> configuration management system. You're maintaining a small part of that for one task. And sure. the involved technology doesn't change that much. And I can tell you right now, <clears throat> SLS files, <laughs> they change more often than the, ex- than the external pillar <clears throat> system has, has been changed since it was first introduced. Yeah. So, sure. so that's the key part of that is like, I don't expect you to know that because I read more of the documentation than you do, 
But oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's true. It is. Oh, I didn't true. even mean no, that as a date. Totally like, Jathan knows it's true. Yes, he um, does. He should know it's true. So, like, I know that. Mm-hmm. And I've read the release notes throughout the, the various versions. I see how much it changes. I I would, if I was in your shoes, I would have just started off with an external pillar. Right from the get-go. I know that. I know that. But that drives me fucking nuts. Why? I don't know, man. Okay, because well, that I sounds like a like you problem, j It does. There's it so many like cases problem. where you do so much okay. shit that you didn't have to do. And you may end up with a slightly better result. Uh-huh. What's your point? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he, he doesn't but, 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 but you spent so much time doing custom shit. Compared to the amount of time you would spend working around limitations in the DSL? I guess. That's my entire point. It's I it's guess. a it's a risk benefit analysis, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you really need this thing, yeah, invest the time to do it exactly. I the need way it you need fucking it. yesterday because okay. you know what? I'm oh. goddamn tired of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's I'm my so point. Tired. Like if you and, and it's like a project I was super stoked about. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck all of you. No, 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 no. Fuck yourself. But I have to finish it because I mean, if you had so listened to me it. last week, you would have been moved on by now. You would have been. Working on something totally I'd be different. Done. You'd be you'd have been done different. an hour so after done. I told you to that's do correct. it last week. So that's correct. correct. That's that's correct the frustrating no. part about this to me is because I know this a little bit better than you do. So when I tell yeah. you, hey, do this instead, and then you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Do that. Uh, like that, dirt. you're shooting yourself in the foot there. But yeah, whatever yeah. you learned in the process, and that's the important. Thing. I learned a thing. Yeah. Wait, wait, I, wait. Jathan actually learned something? That's ridiculous. He, he, learned, he learned a couple things. He learned yeah. a couple things. That's. Fun fact I did just text, uh, text, test the regex replace. Uh-huh. It does not fix my problem. Did you escape the new line properly? Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think that is the end of this show. Uh, this has been yeah. such a Miss Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I have no uh, intro. <laughs> so this is an outro. <laughs> this is an outro, yeah. I have no outro. Okay. That's me. See you later.